When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast, will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Scott Walter with us. Graduated with a bachelor's degree in geology and earth science from the University of Minnesota in Duluth. Professionally, Scott is a forensic geologist, has worked as a petrographer since 1985. In 1990, he founded the American Petrographic Services and continues to serve as its president. He's been the principal petrographer in more than 7,000 material forensic investigations, including the evaluation of the fire-damaged concrete from the Pentagon following the horrible attacks of 9-11. Scott is best known as the host of the History Channel's hit show, America on Earth, which I just mentioned, where he is uncovering the truth behind controversial historical artifacts and sites found throughout North America and beyond. He's an author as well. One of his books include... Cryptic Code of the Templars in America was last on our program back in July of 2020. Scott, welcome back to the show. Hi, George. It's great to be with you, and and thanks for having me. Looking forward to this. How did you get involved in the area you're in right now? (laughs) Well, you know, just listening to you talk about my bio, and 1990 seems like an awful long time ago now. Oh my but, gosh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, it was um, uh, it was in 2000, July of 2000, when um, the Kensington Runestone uh, came into our laboratory. I was approached by somebody representing the museum in Alexandria where the artifact has been housed for the last, I don't know how many decades, and it's still there. And they asked me if I would perform a forensic study on the artifact, and I had no idea what they were talking about. I never heard of the Kensington Runestone. I had no idea what what it was, and, and certainly didn't know anything about the controversy. So I decided to take the project on, and what they wanted me to do was to try to uh, perform some type of analysis to give them an idea of how old the weathering of the inscription was. Obviously, the rock is old. It's, it's over a billion years old, but uh, it was the um, the inscription they wanted me to try to, to tell them about the age. So 
I ended up doing a tombstone study. I compared the weathering of like minerals um, in the tombstones with like minerals in the rock, and I concluded that it was over 200 years old from the date it was pulled out of the ground. It hasn't been in a weathering environment since. I wrote that it was authentic. I set my report off. I thought that was the end, but it was only the beginning <laughs> because... That's when the pushback mm. came, and oh my God, it was nasty. And uh, I just said, I, I thought they'd be happy, you know. I thought, well, you got one. Yeah. But it was only the beginning, and it continues to this day, and it gets crazier with every passing day. As a forensic geologist, what do you look for? Well, in this particular case, what I was looking for were the minerals that. Um, you know, were weathering and how long it took for these minerals in the case of the inscription to come off the surface. Because when the inscription was first carved, the, the fractures when you carve a rock will take place through the weakest minerals. And so it was those minerals that were left on the surface. Now, on the runestone, under a scanning electron microscope, they were gone. But on these tombstones that had the dates right there, I knew exactly when these things were made. I simply went back in time, and I had to look at Revolutionary War-era tombstones going back to the East Coast to find tombstones that were old enough that had the same uh, minerals, the same mineral grain size, and the same weathering environment. So these tombstones were perfect because the runestone was found uh, tightly wrapped in the roots of a tree that the farmer who discovered it back in 1898 had tipped over and pulled the rock out of the ground. So, and it was right at the surface. So tombstones were uh, a perfect analog, if you will, to use in this study, and it answered the question. And Scott, what do these ancient artifacts tell you about the past? That it goes back even farther than we thought? Oh, yeah. Well, of course it does. I mean, everybody has, you know, we, you and I were brought up with the story that in 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. That's and right. Discovered America, right? Well, the no, I mean, even today, people have pretty much um, realized that that's, that's, that's BS. And the actual history of North America is much older. In other words, uh, with pre-Columbian contact from visitors from other parts of the world, primarily Europe, goes back much further. I mean, in the 1960s, they discovered lots of meadows, and the Vikings had a, uh, a settlement there, and, and it just goes on and on. But the big question for me was, you know, this narrative that we were taught as kids growing up clearly is not right. But yet there were, there were certain institutions that wanted to continue with this narrative. And, I, you know, it, to me, the facts clearly did not support that narrative. And the question is, why? Well, that was the big mystery that really turned out to be um, what I was chasing and what I've been chasing for the last, whatever it is now, 23 years. And I think I'm getting finally getting the answer to these questions. And quite frankly, George, it's a little disturbing. Um, there are people covering things up that um, that shouldn't be covering them up, uh, and for the wrong reasons. But we're we're starting to bring that forth, and uh, it's it's opening up all kinds of, of 
new things, new history, exciting things that people are are wanting to learn, and, and they should learn. We've got a whole list, Scott, of uh, places you've been to, and we'll talk about them. But since, yeah. you've been, since you've been doing this, what has been the most fascinating aspect of what you've done? Well, you know, that's a really good question. It's hard to answer because there have been so many interesting, exciting, in some cases shocking things that have happened. But I, I will have to say, George, that right now, as we are talking, um, I'm in the midst of what might be the crescendo of this 23 years long journey I've, I've been on uh, trying to get to the truth of what happened here in North America, what really led to the founding of our country, and what happened to some of the, the relics and things that disappeared from Europe from the Middle East, and where did all that stuff go? Well, it came over here, and it was all part of what would eventually be the founding of North America. And we are getting ready to go on an incredible journey to find these artifacts because we have information that tells us where they are. We had a guest years ago, Scott, who has passed on, Glenn Kimball, who used to talk about Egyptian hieroglyphs in the Grand Canyon. Have you ever yeah. stumbled across anything like that? Well, we actually did an episode of America on Earth where we investigated that very question. Uh -huh. the, only, the only problem was we were denied access to the lower part of the canyon where these caves uh, were uh, reportedly are. And we had some guests on the program. One of them was an indigenous person who has since passed on uh, last year who talked about the origin stories of the indigenous people coming out of caves at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. And I asked him, I said, you know, does your tradition talk about anything that has to do with the Egyptians? And he just looked at me and smiled and he said, absolutely. And I said, wow. can you get me down there? He said, well, I would be happy to take you there, but it's your government that won't allow it. And and he was right. Why won't they allow the it? Is, why not? Yeah, why, why? Not? why not let you down there? What are they hiding? Well, they're hiding something. And um, it's not just there. It's um, it's other parts of the, of the country. It's other parts of the continent. It's other parts of the world that there are certain uh, forces that be that will... Um, will not give you permits to go to certain places, will not allow you to do digging. And again, the question is, what are they hiding? Well, I have an idea that I think I know what they're hiding. And it boils down to the truth. And, you know, there, there's a lot happening, George, right now, and I'm, I'm sure you're aware of it. But slowly but surely, those barriers and, and that pushback is starting to, starting to, go away i think i think we're we're going to see some really incredible discoveries and revelations happen here in the next in next few years and if all those revelations come to pass exactly the way you suspect what will you conclude well i i, I think one of the big things that's going to happen and you know george you've known me a long time and one of the things you and i i don't know if we've ever talked about when we've done your show is talked about um, 
extraterrestrials and uh, and UAPs. We have if not. Was, no, we have we not. We have not. This is something that has never really been on my radar. Uh, people have asked me for years, what do I think about extraterrestrials and UFOs and all of that? And I said, well, frankly, I don't have much of an opinion. I just, it just has not been my area of, of expertise, of, of interest. Not that I'm not interested. It's just never come up. But let me tell you, in the last two, three years, it has come up big time. And I, I have no choice but to address it. And I'm ready to do that now. Maybe maybe they're hidden away in some of these caves that they won't let you in. Well, um, you know, some people might think what you just said uh, was something in jest, but I'm beginning to think now that those are some of the big secrets that they've been hiding. And it looks like, and I hope I'm right about this, that they're starting to realize the time is now. Uh, humanity is ready for this information. And frankly, ready or not, here it comes. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. 
This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. How did Columbus get the credit with the 1492 visitation when it could have happened thousands of years before that? Well, if you want me to be politically incorrect, um, this has been a narrative that the Roman Catholic Church has been pushing for a long time and um, for a number of reasons. And, you know, in my book, Cryptic Code of the Templars in America, um, I talk about this, this issue that one of the big things that was going on that they didn't want people to know about was after the put down of the uh, medieval Knights Templar on October 13 of 1307, they wanted uh, the world to believe that they simply just disappeared into history and that was the end of the Templars. But the truth is, it was exactly the opposite. They simply went underground, continued with their operations, and eventually um, their ideological and biological descendants um, who comprised the, the bulk of our founding fathers finished the job of establishing that sanctuary, that new Jerusalem, that new Atlantis in um, in North America that we now call the United States of America. I mean, that that really is the big thing that they did not want people to understand. And that's the story that we tell in, uh, in the book uh, that I'm going to go into a lot more detail in my new book that's coming out that I'm co-authoring with um, a guy by the name of Don Rue who inherited these documents, these ancient Templar documents from a colleague of his who purchased them in Rome back in 1971. And George, one of the most incredible things that has come out of these documents and something that was hidden and was protected and the church did not want to come out, but is now going to come out, is a biblical document called the Book of the Wars of the Lord. Have you ever heard of that? I have, I have not. What is that all about? Well, if you Google it right now, Wikipedia will tell you that it is mentioned in the Book of Numbers back in the Old, uh, Old Testament, but there is no extant copy known to exist today. But that is not true, because in these documents that we now have are two parts of the Book of the Wars of the Lord. And I can tell you, after having read them, there are two things in there that are explosive as far as information that the Church does not want to come out. Do tell, do tell. Okay, well, the first thing, and this is really important to me, because if you go back to 2009 when I published my first book, it was called The Hooked X, Key to the Secret History of North America. Right. The Hooked X is a secret and sacred symbol 
that was used by the Knights Templar within these documents. It occurs on the Kensington runestone 22 times. It was a mysterious symbol that scholars could not figure out. Therefore, because they couldn't figure out, this thing must be a fake and was one of the main reasons why it was dismissed. Well, <laughs> it's not fake. It's absolutely um, vital and important to the secret behind the Templars and these ancient ideological ancestors. The hooked X represents the essence of their ideology, something called monotheistic dualism, the belief in a single deity, a single God, if you will, that had dualistic aspects. Um, dualism is the concept of opposites that keep things in balance like male, female, heaven and earth, good, bad, light, dark. And the hooked X is the essence of that. And it represented their ancient ideology, which was diametrically opposed to the Roman Catholic Church, because what it required and what is in this document, the Book of the Wars of the Lord, is an absolute clear no doubt about it that the feminine aspect of the Godhead is represented and on an equal level with the Lord, the male aspect. And who wrote it, the Templars, Scott? No, this goes back to um, uh, the the early Hebrews. Goes back to the to the to the early Jews. Wow! And this represented the essence of their ideology as well. There's actually an amazing book that was published in 2020 by a rabbi named Mark Samuel, who talks about the secret word of God. And this is also in the book of the wars of the Lord. He doesn't even know this yet. I've been trying to get a hold of him. So Rabbi Samuel, if you're listening to this, please contact me because I I have information that will help you. And I want to thank you personally for helping me because this dual-gendered name, the true name of God in the Hebrew priesthood, this is the, this is the secret that was kept, the name Yahweh. You've heard of Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Yahweh is actually the immutable name of God. It's not to be pronounced. Well, that's not what the real word is. If you take Yahweh and you break it into two words, Yah and way. That's actually male and female. And the correct pronunciation of that word in the Hebrew priesthood, the big secret, is not Yahweh. You take the word apart and you pronounce it inside out. I know that sounds confusing, but that's the way it's correctly pronounced. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Gym Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.